Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello everyone, Pogram Politics here. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about the cognitive dissonance and how overwhelming it is in order to believe in literally anything QAnon says. On top of that, I'm going to probably yell at Major Dad a little bit and start off with talking about ranked choice voting, which is a hobby horse of mine that you've heard me talk about a time or two in the past. First of all, I want to give some shout-outs to some people who have donated to my Patreon, which I am incredibly grateful for, and hopefully I'll be able to get uh, Sarge and L on the Patreon tit sooner or later so we can try to build the three-man pod up as, as well. So first of all, uh, Devin M., thank you so much for supporting me. Uh, Lauren S. also, much appreciated. Thank you so much for taking care of your dealers. Alex Duffy, also appreciate it. means a lot to me for, to be taken care of. And also, Eric who I can never pronounce his name and have no idea if I even got that right, but uh, he is uh, a donator and a benefactor of mine and someone that I've talked to a lot on Twitter. So appreciate that very much for the uh, donation and the support. And lastly, uh, Sarah, who is, of course, one of the people that I have been talking to online so very much for all this long time. And uh, thank you for the camaraderie, the friendship, and all the rest of it. Uh, I am blessed by it and appreciate the support. So... Having done all that, uh, if you want a shout out or just want to support me and the crew, as it were, uh, patreon.com slash poker politics. Uh, if me and my rogues gallery are not worthy of your cold hard cash, please donate to love146.org. It is an anti human trafficking organization that is actually doing the work that QAnon claims to be doing but are lying about. And beyond that, of course, uh, donate to Democrats and vote. Vote, 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 vote. We uh, need to win or the world ends. So it's uh, kind of one of those things that sucks. And hopefully we can make it not suck or suck less, as it were. But that's 
the world, hell world that we are living in. So uh, beyond all that, uh, first wanted to just talk about ranked choice voting really quickly because I saw a uh, thread on the Twittertrons where uh, I understand this criticism. I understand this belief that uh, ranked choice voting is some sort of uh, virtue signaling act of uh, purity where you give the Green Party vote, the Green Party your first vote, your rank one vote, and then you give the Democrats your rank two vote. Or you just don't even fill out the second one because you just hate the Democrats and you're a Green all the way and you are a performative liberal in a way where you just... uh, Talk a big game, but when it comes down to electoral politics, you're not going to back it up by actually ever voting for the Democrat because that is counterintuitive to your narrative and what you believe in. Now, I do believe there are people like that out there who do do things like this, but um, the truth is is that um, in Maine, where the Democrat won the election through ranked choice voting, where they lost in the first round to the Republican and then won the later rounds when the two independent candidates that leaned Democrat had their votes transferred to the Democrat that gave the Democrat the win. Uh, two-thirds of people did rank in the, um, in the election. They, uh, one-third didn't rank, which is frustrating, but uh, what can you do? I mean, that's the nature of uh, some people just not getting it or refusing to opt into the process, as it were. But uh, in general, people did it. And it worked out the way that people wanted it to work out. And I think the main benefit of ranked choice voting is that it creates alliances between like-minded major party, minor, minor parties... Instead of conflicts. And what I mean by that is that in first past the post voting, which is what we have, Greens and Democrats are at each other's throats. Because the Democrat is screaming at the Green, you're throwing your vote away, you're helping the Republican win, you are playing a spoiler, this is dumb, you should not be doing this. Please do not uh, vote green when you know the green has no chance of winning and it is a wasted vote. And the, the green will retaliate. The Democrat doesn't want to listen to these, to these policies, that the Democrat is a sellout who will never achieve any actual uh, progressive goals or any advance anything forward. That there's no, uh, there's not a bit of daylight between the Republican and the Democrat, and that they are going to vote for the true progressive uh, candidate in this election, and uh, damn the consequences if the Democrat refuses to um, move leftward and earn their vote, as it were, then uh, they can they can pound sand because uh, they're not really helping me, so I'm not going to do it. And this is the thing, is that the, the, these intra-ideology uh, conflicts, or these intra-party squabbles, as it were, they're incredibly frustrating, and they're incredibly uh, enraging for both sides, because the, you, 
the Green and the Democrat agree on most things, but they just can't get to, uh, they can't get on the same page about the vote. And the vote is what matters in so much of these things, because winning elections is how you legislate and you bring about change and how you wield power on behalf of your constituents to do things. Now, what happens here is that instead of having this happen, with ranked choice voting, the Democrat says to the Green, I will vote for the Democrat one, and I will vote for the Green with my second option, and I would ask to, for you to do the same, to rank the Green one and rank the Democrat two. And that is a compromise. That is a way to make this, our fight is now just between our side, where we put the one and where we put the two. But now it's between us. And if there's 55% of us and 45% of the Republican, now if we split our votes, the Republican doesn't win. Now all our votes will either go to the Democrat or to the Green and the liberal candidate will win and the conservative candidate will lose, which at the end of the day is what most of us want. So, and this is the most important part about all of this, is that you put the Green Party candidate and you put their supporters on the spot to ask the fundamental question, do you actually want these, do you actually want this progress to happen or are you just a nihilist who wants to play spoiler? Which of these two are you? Because if a green candidate is running and they tell their uh, followers, do not rank the Democrat second, don't do any of this stuff, like opt out of ranked choice voting, uh, all of that, then they are taking off the mask. They are giving up the game. They are admitting that they are working hand-in-hand with the Republican to kneecap the Democrat. And this would be true of the Libertarian as well, running against the... uh, who would say, don't rank the Republican second. Don't do that. Now, you can obviously say that the Republicans and the Democrats come from a a position of power and strength, that they can benevolently offer their uh, number two vote to the Green or the Libertarian without uh, much risk, yada, yada, yada. But this is the thing, is that Offering up that number two is a sign of solidarity and it is a sign of uh, compromise and agreement to work together. And you can have a unity campaign where the green candidate and the Democrat go to a rally and they both speak. They both talk. They both hang out. They both compare ideas. They both talk about why... You should give me your one and the other person your two, and we both hate the Republican equally. And that, to me, is a breath of fresh air. That is a revelation. Because having both sides focusing their fire on the true enemy, the Republican, is a good thing. It is a net positive. 
And if the third-party candidate will not do that, if they will not train their fire on the actual opponent, if the Libertarian will not go with the Democrat, if the Green will not go with the Republican, then you know what they are. You know what they are, and they have outed themselves. And to me, that's important. That is an important symbolic thing that I think impacts voters, and it tells them what's going on. And if that person was going to get like 3% of the vote, I think that honestly at that point, 1% or 2% of their voters are going to ignore their demands and they are going to check off the major party that they're more likely to support as their second choice. They are going to buy into ranked choice voting and they're going to do this. And I know ranked choice voting feels like it's working around the edges. And right now, in the year of our Lord 2020, with all this shit that's going on, it feels like such a small niche issue. But the reason why we're in this situation that we're in right now is because of this. It's because that we had more votes for the Libertarian and the Green than we than, the, than Trump's margin of victory in so many states. And before you say, well, the Libertarian votes would have gone to Trump, Bill Weld, the Republican nominee for the Libertarian nominee for uh, vice president in 2016, stopped campaigning Libertarian and was aggressively campaigning as anti-Trump in the final weeks because he was just like, look, Trump's such a dangerous uh, outcome for America. I can't in good faith uh, continue to run this campaign honestly, with Mr. Aleppo, as it were. So I'm going to uh, tell people to vote for Hillary. So if ranked choice voting existed, how many libertarians would have listened to Bill Weld and they would have marked down uh, libertarian one, Democrat two? Who knows? And again, you would think that most of the Greens would have marked Stein down one and Hillary down two. So this is a thing that would fix problems. And also on this thread, which was really weird... Um, was um, people complaining about the governor of uh, San Francisco and then they had uh, they also mentioned that Burlington had one mayoral vote and they got a mayor that no one wanted which seems weird to me because Ranked choice voting isn't just throwing a bunch of people's names into a hat and you shake the hat and you spill it over and, oh, look, we have a mayor. Um, Ranked choice voting creates consensus candidates and all that kind of stuff. And if this person was the consensus, then they were the consensus. And I have heard the arguments of people complaining about the San Francisco uh, mayor, but again, that's how this works. That's how the system works. And this was the consensus candidate. This was the candidate that got the secondary and tertiary votes of people. They were the candidate that more people were willing to accept over the other person. And if if someone wins the majority of the first place votes, it's over. It's done. So this is not like some sort of weird usurping of the will of the people. So... It's strange. It is strange to me that this is a thing where there's an actual anti-ranked choice voting uh, like mindset out there. Because uh, first-past-the-post voting sucks. And it leads to 
that what I just said about nihilists who have a uh, cap of market share at like two three percent, but they can tip elections, they can control who wins and loses, and that's really unfair. Lindsey Graham just like fought to push the Constitution Party guy out in the South Carolina um, Senate race because he was scared that those votes might spoiler him that he might lose because of that. If South Carolina had ranked choice voting, he wouldn't have to worry about that nonsense about getting spoilered by some dumb third-party candidate that appeals to nobody but can just siphon off just enough votes to do damage. And that is something that is far more damaging in the long run than any uh, minor party candidate or any candidate that was a consensus candidate winning off of tertiary votes. That's the system. Learn the system. Work within it. Ranked choice voting is a good idea. And if in 20 years after we have a bunch of ranked choice voting elections and shit goes real bad, I will be the first to repeal it. But I I will not replace it with first past the post. We'll find some other system. We'll, We'll fix this. But yeah, it's nuts to all that. So anyhow, that's the uh, ranked choice voting tirade, as it were. Wow, that went way longer than I thought it would. Uh, Anyhow, uh, let's yell at Major Dad for a moment. Uh, Nice, uh, dumb, uh, photoshopped hat, buddy. Uh, Major Dad has told the world that I have helped spread the movement and grow his message better than anyone else ever could. That's not true, and you know it, and if it was true, you would engage me. You would actually talk to me, and you would actually try to uh, prove your point. And uh, you can't, because you don't have one. The first 72 Q-drops are bullshit. You don't know anything about the Kennedy assassination. I'm sure of that. So, uh, door's always open, big boy. If you're listening and you're getting ready to Photoshop more dumb crap on your hat, go for it. But anyhow, main event of the night, as it were, is the cognitive dissidence of QAnon is so overwhelming. It's so jarring just reading stuff they say and seeing them try to deal with it. They try to deal with the words they, that come out of their mouths or that they type onto the screen, and in a way they know what they're saying is bad. And I just tweeted out, like, uh, Pepe Lives Matter was screaming and yelling about arresting Hillary. And then after he screamed and yelled about arresting Hillary, he immediately doubled, he immediately, immediately did a 180 and was like, look, the arrests will come when our betters, when the, when the those stronger, smarter, more handsome, tougher than us, decree that the arrests should happen. Then and only then will the arrests happen. It is not ours to question when the arrests happen. It is ours only to serve blindly and loyally to the God Emperor. And this is the thing about QAnon, is it is constantly about telling you that the payoff is coming, that it's going to happen soon, and you're going to get what you want, and then never delivering, just leaving you disappointed again and again and again. And it's up to you to accept that disappointment and continue to tolerate that disappointment. Uh, I saw Awakened Outlaw had a tweet about how if anyone t- anyone else tells me there's nothing that nothing's ever going to happen, I'll block them on sight. And if you think I care about you, then fuck off. 
and this is the thing is that these people have a scam they have a grift and they're not about to give it up in the face of reality and they have to twist themselves in the knots to try to um, find ways to excuse why nothing happens. And they also have to try to uh, find ways to explain their own narratives. Julian's Rum had a great question where he was just like, why did the deep state think that COVID would kill Trump? Because Julian knows that COVID is bullshit and it doesn't hurt anybody. And you have a 99.9% chance of survival. Yet, Here's Q telling him directly that the Democrats poisoned Trump with COVID to bring about the 25th Amendment and replace him and to uh, destabilize our democracy and to uh, damage Trump before the election. And that's so ridiculous because Q has also, because Q has been. Consistently inconsistent. That this is a Chicom bioweapon designed to tank the global economy and install Biden as president, but also you don't need to wear a mask because masks are bullshit. And it nearly killed Trump, but we had a secret cure for him. But don't take the vaccine because the vaccine's bad. And now, what's really funny about this is it really just goes to show you how Q has no control over his crowd. Because if, if Q had posted a thing where he said, look... The Shycoms used this bioweapon on us, and they did a lot of damage to us, and we need to mask up and lock down to let the virus run its course, and then we can get revenge on China. QAnon would tell them to fuck right off. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Because he doesn't have the kind of control to tell them to stand down. He's only here to make them happy. He's only here to play the hits. He's not here to do a George Carlin routine where he tells you harsh truths. He's here only to tell you pleasing lies. That's the job of Q. He's here to tell you that Hillary's going to get it, and so is Obama, and so is Comey, and so is Brennan, and so is Strzok, and so is Page, and everybody else. We're all going to get it. We're all going to go up that gallows. We're all going to take the drop. Joe M's going to pull the switch himself. And that's that. We're, all the liberals are going to die, and it's going to be great. But you just got to keep waiting and keep voting for Trump, you suckers. And that is 
what makes it so funny is that you have this constant uh, talk of, in QAnon about it being empowered, about being a researcher, about being awake, about knowing the hidden truth, about being morally superior to everybody else because the other people are either fans of pedophiles, defenders of pedophiles, or just pedophiles directly, outright, openly. Yet, you, the enlightened researcher, the brilliant decoder, the uh, leader of men, as it were, on uh, the digital battlefield, the digital soldier that you are, you don't have any pull. You don't have any authority. You don't actually have any uh, control over the narrative. You don't have any control over the story. The story is cues and cues alone. And you will just shut up and let Q tell the story as he sees fit. You'll let Q make the arrests when Q sees fit. And you will do nothing but praise Q and Trump the whole time. That's it. That's your job. Hate the enemy, love your heroes, and just keep tweeting, keep podcasting, keep streaming, keep donating to Praying Medic, keep giving money to Jordan Sather, keep buying books, keep buying t-shirts, keep buying hats, keep red-pilling family, but don't ever, ever, ever question leadership. Never question Trump. Never question Q. Never do these things. Unceasing unrelenting loyalty to Trump and Q. That is it. What is that? This slavish devotion to people. This unquestioning devotion to them. That's the mark of a cult. That's the mark of an infallible leader who cannot be questioned. When you're angry that Hillary hasn't been arrested yet, shut up. Trust the plan. What's wrong with you? Why don't you trust the plan? Are you really on board? Do you really believe in QAnon? Where we go one, we go all? Are you part of the movement and honest and pure? Or are you one of these crybabies who needs to see some results before you trust? Are you a doubting Thomas? Or do you have faith in your heart for Donald Trump? It's literally a religion, and it's so obvious, it's so clear. Because you cannot question what's going on. You cannot ask why these things are happening. I have asked a good few people in QAnon, Hey, remember that Q drop where Q said that he had Hillary ready to cut a deal, but then he didn't do it? Do you think that was a mistake? And none of them can say no. None of them have said, oh yeah, Q fucked that up. Because Q cannot fuck things up. Q is perfect and infallible and right. Trump cannot fuck anything up. He is perfect and infallible and right. They are divine. Michael Flynn, as he's grifting these suckers, is divine. And they will turn around and they will call you a sheep. They will call you a sheep for supporting Joe Biden or Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton or liking movies with Tom Hanks in them or enjoying the music of literally anyone because all musicians are Satanists. 
And that's the thing is like they project this slavish devotion, this fanatical belief onto you. They think that you worship Biden, you worship Obama, you worship Hillary, the way they worship Trump. And I don't know anyone who does. I think anyone who's voting for Joe Biden knows what they're getting. They're getting a guy who's a middle-of-the-road Democrat, who's going to listen to his experts, and he's going to do what he thinks is best, but he's just a guy. He could fuck things up. He can make mistakes. And if he makes mistakes, I hope he corrects them. But that's it. That's, that's the package. That's the plan. I mean, and dude that is Joe Biden is way better than dude who is Donald Trump. It's not even comparable. It's night and day which person is a better person and who has more mental acuity and understanding in order to be able to run the country as its president. So we don't have boat parades for Biden. We don't have a 12 guys in 18 wheelers driving trucks of Trump flags on them. We're just people who do not worship Joe Biden. We're just sick of Donald Trump and Biden's the other guy that can be elected president right now. And he's fine. He's perfectly fine. That's it. That's all you need right now. Just the other option. Not a sociopath who is sick with COVID and still running around speaking and talking to people and poisoning people with a deadly virus. And we still don't know how healthy the lungs of that guy is yet. All that other good stuff. So yeah, maybe, I don't know. Let's try the other guy. The guy who doesn't have COVID. Seems like a plan. So, uh, having said all that, as it were, I'm going to go to some questions. And uh, my Grand Inquisitor, A.I.S. Millard, asks, uh, Spooky, he says, How does cognitive dissonance get accepted uh, as a person gets slowly red-pilled? What helps condition a skeptical newcomer to suspend disbelief? It is uh, that it's it's the want to believe. That's the first thing. I, that's the first thing is that you want to buy into it. Willingness and a desire to accept something is goes a long way towards acceptance. Once you've uh, made the decision, you want to buy in. It's hard not to buy in because you you want to go you want to go down that road. You you've taken the first couple steps, so you're going to keep going down that path. And once you've done that, you don't critically think anymore because critical thinking could stop you from walking down the path. And you don't want to do that. You want to keep walking. You want to have fun. You want to enjoy. You want to engage. You want to see what the rat words down the rabbit hole. And that's the danger of all of this. That's the danger of these conspiracies is that you get walking and you don't stop walking. And now you go to crazy town. So it's not good. Uh, also, uh, he asks, is Major Dad actually a military major or a dad for that matter? Um, he, the story of Major Dad is incredibly confusing. That is all I am publicly allowed to say at this time. If you're hearing this, Major Dad, I don't know what to tell you, bro, but yeah, not great. So, yeah, having been weirdly cryptic there, as, <laughs> as I have to be, 
I'll move on to uh, off-topic question. What kind of ramen do you enjoy? Uh, the answer is none. I've never had ramen in my life. Just uh, that's never been the cheap food of choice for me. Uh, cheap food of choice for me is uh, cereal. I just love bowls of cereal. Uh, Wheaties, Honey Nut Cheerios, um, Smart Start. I haven't found that in those stores recently, but that's good. A little sugary, but still good. I just like a bowl of boring cereal. I'm trying to shake off the COVID-20 I gained since lockdown. And uh, we're baby steps, all that kind of stuff. Might start blogging about ye old weight loss, as it were. Had some QAnon pricks say, time's up, fat boy, to me. And I uh, had Awakened Outlaw Photoshop me on a bunch of fat people, which, uh, hey, I'm already there, buddy. You don't need to uh, add extra any more pounds to me. I'm, I'm good. I'm good to go. So, uh, yeah, thanks. But, yeah, ramen just never went down that path. Uh, fire building fire says all your new followers should tune in so they can debunk you. I wish they would. That'd be hilarious. I'd love for people to go at me. Please do. Um, Trunks is here asks, I'd like to know if there's a way to find out how many of major Photoshop's followers are bots. I've blocked about 40 in two days. Uh, there's like a bunch of auditing systems that will check the bot levels of a person's follower account. Uh, you can check bot sentinel. There's a few, uh, there's a few options. You can just like, there's all, there's all these websites. If you type in like how many followers, how many of my followers on Twitter are bots and so on, you'll find hits. There's, there's ways to figure it out. Uh, Cornelius Menace, uh, who is a QAnon, uh, Believer says, okay, can you tweet it? I like to read things. We got into a conversation. And no, you're going to have to listen to the podcast. And if you don't like podcasts, sorry. And uh, Dung Beetle Patriot Warrior says, uh, who did he steal the account from? We don't know. But Dapper Gander has done some research into it. And they uh, they think they know people who knew the original Major Dad. So that's interesting. It is a uh, confounding puzzle, I guess you could call it, about ye old Major Dad and uh, if he's stolen Valor, if he took this account from somebody else, who knows? I mean, the evidence looks strong that he did, but um, I have evidence that he actually did serve in the military. I have evidence of these kinds of things. So uh, I don't know how good my evidence is. I don't know if the account really is his totally, but uh, I have heard both sides. So, yeah, let's let's leave it at that, as it were. So uh, that will conclude ye old pody case for uh, this uh, weekend, as it were. I will be back with the gang on Tuesday to uh, rant and rave about the world as it continues spiraling out of control. Uh, hopefully our president will not be on a ventilator and we won't be talking about uh, acting or reigning President Pence by then. Because uh, that because I mean, I look at this thing very simply. If Trump loses, he's going to throw a fit, he's going to pout like a baby, but at the very least you're going to have him make some sort of move to uh, brand OAN as Trump TV, and you're going to have, like, 
uh, alternate Fox News with Trump. Trump, Trump, Trump. And at the very least, uh, he'll be giving QAnon their dopamine hits as he uh, backbites and second-guesses Joe Biden and talks about how when he was president, he did an awesome job and how Biden's a fucking moron and blah, blah, blah. And QAnon gets to be like, yeah, you get him, God Emperor, yeah, we're going to run for re-election, you're going to run in 2024 and beat Biden and take back the White House and save America from the cabal. It's going to be great. And at least they're going to have that. Whereas if uh, ye old uh, president leaves the White House feet first or is on a ventilator for a long period of time and... uh, Due to his convalescence, uh, Pence has to take over the job. Uh, Trump being in ill health or dead means that uh, QAnon doesn't have their their blankie to keep them uh, not afraid during the thunderstorm, as it were. And when the baby isn't uh, comforted, the baby cries and screams and it throws and it breaks things. And I don't want the baby to break things, because that's going to be really bad. So, uh... Get some rest, Mr. President. Stay alive. Help us out here a little bit. Just lose the Biden like a good egg. And uh, that way, this Tuesday's podcast can be fun and exhilarating and not terrifying as I'm holed up in a bunker with uh, everybody else. And we're hoping that the world doesn't end. So, yeah. So, stay safe, everybody. Register to vote. Vote. Uh, donate. Work, work, work. Uh, live the dream and all that All that other uh empty platitudes that I like to spout at the end of these podcasts and I will catch you all later. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.